Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Replenish Me radio show. My name is Cordelia Gaffar. I'm the founder of Workout Around My Day and the Stressless Mom of Six. I founded this radio show to help women, but especially moms, to find strategies to fulfill themselves and live a life that is replenishing and stress-less. Today, we have the lovely Misty Shaheen, who is a health and lifestyle strategist helping women to regain their confidence through lifestyle changes. She's the creator of the Simplified Slim Down, and she is passionate about helping women develop healthy habits that fit into their current lifestyle. She combines her passions and expertise of healthy living and fashion merchandising to help women lose weight and rebuild their closet so that they can step out in style. She works with clients one-on-one in her home studio and virtually. Welcome to the show, Misty. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're super busy running your own household and business. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, It is, you know, it's a balancing act, but I am so excited to, uh, you know, chat more with you and, um, you know, share some stuff. Awesome. So, you know, many moms I work with are burning themselves into oblivion. And, you know, you've been there and you've lived through that. So what was it that broke the, the straw that broke the camel's back for you so that you could turn things around? Mm. Um, a few years back, I found myself just really frustrated where I was. I thought I would be further along in my life, in my career um, than what I was. and I really just had a come to Jesus moment. And I realized my weight was really holding me back in so many areas. Um, I had no confidence in myself. I had gained all this weight from my son and really struggled with taking it off. And then the ripple effects came with, you know, my job and my marriage and relationships. And I was just not happy with really any area of my life. And I knew that it was time for me to take back control. Yeah. You know, this is a a common theme, but so many women, they struggle in silence and they don't, they don't do anything about it. They don't say anything about it. Yeah, I think it is. um, It's kind of taboo because um, when we become moms, I think we just want to be perfect. We see all these moms on social media and on Pinterest doing all the things. They're cooking beautiful meals. They are taking care of their kids just beautifully. They have a perfect house and we try so hard to be that. And the fact is that reality doesn't exist. Um, And I think so many women just try so hard to be that perfection Mm -hmm. and We don't want to talk about the fact, you know, our downfalls and the fact that we are, you know, not where we want to be. Right. And we're falling uh, apart behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And, you know, another thing I really enjoy about your, your message is that that is your ideal client, that woman that is denying her truth. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, but deep down inside, since she is making sure that her kids are eating healthy, right? 
Um, she really wants to eat healthy and she really wants to find out how can I just take care of myself? So, um, I, I noticed that all of your content is very consumable and easy to implement for that, that person. Was that by design or were these things that you actually created for yourself? Um, I think a little bit of both. Um, I have loved Eat Healthy since before I had kids, but then once I became a mom, um, my focus became on my family and I stopped you know, doing things for myself that I used to do. And I kind of had to go back to basics. And I find that so many of the women I work with are in the same situation where they know how to eat healthy, but they're really struggling with getting their family on board. So they're just doing what is good for the family and not necessarily what is best for themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I really, um, I try to take a baby step approach with my clients, like get, just getting them back to basics and um, starting from scratch. Yeah, that's a really good point. People don't even realize, you know, it's the really the small stuff that matters, don't you think? Yes, absolutely. I'm a huge proponent just doing, making one small change at a time and mastering that change and then moving on to something else. And I think so many of us, especially like with weight loss or fitness, we take on these big astronomical goals and then we get overwhelmed two weeks in, we're feeling like a failure because we're not being able to stay consistent and then we just give up. And so I really like to teach my clients to just make those baby changes one or two at a time mm -hmm. and master those before you move on to, you know, something bigger. Yeah, that, that's very key. So I hear that you have your co-host in the background. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I always, I always love it. So it's like, she's really a mom and there's proof. She, this is her home office and she has her assistants in the background. So, um, yes, this is totally implementable and yes, definitely this is real life, <laughs> real life. Yeah, this is what it is. And, um, I actually don't have any of my co-hosts here, but, um, don't be surprised if it gets noisy on my end. <laughs> <laughs> totally understandable. So tell me a little bit more about yourself. You have three children now, right? Two kids. Two. Okay. I don't know tell my husband. <laughs> That's why I keep giving you an extra one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We all have that, that big kid. So, okay. <laughs> Um, so it was after your oldest child is your son. So after the birth of your son, that's when you really decided to, you know, you got to turn things around. It was actually after the birth of my daughter. Oh, okay. Um, I decided whenever I was pregnant with her that I was near the end of my pregnancy and I ate pretty healthy um, throughout her pregnancy. Mm -hmm. However, I decided that the weight just had to come off. I was tired of carrying around all that excess weight. And I just made a promise to myself that once, you know, she was old enough that I was really going to kick things up in high gear. Yeah, that, that's true. You know, a lot of women, I remember, when was it? I think it was after the birth of my third child. I was talking to a mom and she says, you know, um, we should really wait until our child's five years old to start losing weight because our kid's going to need all of our attention until they're five. And I kind of paused 
And I said, <laughs> if you wait that long, is it possible that you won't be able to give your kid all because you won't have enough energy to do that? And she, she just looked at me very clueless and said, I never thought about that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, do you think like a lot of moms think that I see where you already figured it out, you mapped it out in your mind during your pregnancy, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to, as soon as my daughter gets old enough. So what was old enough to you? Was it five? It doesn't sound like it. (laughs) Oh, she was five months. Okay. (laughs) So um, I breastfed her exclusively until she was three. And, um, well... When she, I wanted to develop my milk supply, and mm-hmm. then I really started to. Once I was sure that I had a strong milk supply, that is when I really started to really get serious. Um, and I honestly think if I would have waited any longer, I would not have had the energy to keep up with her. Good point, because breastfeeding is draining, <laughs> very draining. Yeah. And with my son, my kids are just very different. My son was very laid back, still is laid back. And I really didn't need a lot of energy with him, but my daughter is very different. She's very high energy. She likes to play all day she likes to <laughs> dance and sing. And if I would not have taken things as serious as when I did, there's no way I would have had the energy to keep up with her. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's very key just just to be present mm-hmm. um, and be that that perfect mom in your mind. Sometimes you have to um, you know step back and do little things for yourself in the meantime. So I like that. <clears throat> I also like that um, your tips. I saw somewhere on your website it said that your tips are for B type personalities. What does that mean? So we know what the type A personality is, right? I mean, yes. they're very organized, they're very streamlined, and they just they seem to have it all together. But B type personality is a little different where um, we can be kind of scattered and we have a lot of things going on and um, we can jump from project to project and kind of feel like um, finishing projects is a challenge. Mm. And so I really found myself um, in the past not being able to stay consistent because the next thing would come along and then that was my focus. And um, so I've really developed, you know, the I've learned how to develop the consistency and, um, and by I've learned how to develop the consistency in congruent with my personality. Okay. So you're basically saying that a normal person, <laughs> like the rest <laughs> of the world, <laughs> use your program and be successful. Yes. Okay. So kind of take me through a sample connection call. So when you um, have that discovery meeting with the mom, it sounds a little bit like... Yeah. So... We, we connect first. Um, I just want to get to know them as a person, um, what their lifestyle is like. And we talk about their goals, where they're wanting to take their health or life in the next three, six months, even to a year. And um, I really get down and ask her, you know, what are the things that, that she's tried? What are the things that did it work? Did it not work? So I can really get a handle 
<clears throat> didn't work, even if she, she can pinpoint that. Right. Okay. So then, um, so you let her basically see where you, you find out where she is, mm -hmm. document that, and, and then you map out a plan for where she wants to be. Yeah. And, and to see if I can really, if I'm going to be able to be of service with her and help her with her goals. Okay. And, um, and then she makes the decision or you guys mutually make the decision whether or not this will work. Yes. Okay. So what um, level of commitment do you look for in a person? I mean, okay, so let's, let's pretend like I'm your, your sample call. And I say, you know, Misty, I've been trying to lose weight for five years and now I just had my second kid and, you know, she's almost three years old. And I tried the Whole30, I tried the um, Nutrisystem, and, you know, now I just don't want to do any of that. I just want to eat, like, normal food, go to the grocery store, but I don't like to cook. Mm -hmm. And I've got 50 pounds to lose. How, how do, what do I do? Okay. So I would first ask you what is your commitment to losing the weight? How, how big is the urgency? Is this something that you're wanting to take control of now in the next few months? Like what is the urgency behind that? And um, also, is this something that, you know, you're willing to invest in? What would happen if you didn't take control of that? Okay. Wow. I never really thought about that, Misty. So, Basically, my motivation is my marriage is falling apart. I feel like my husband's not looking at me anymore. And I, I do want to invest in it, but I've spent so much money on all these different systems and they just don't work. Um, but I know that I want to save my marriage. So how long will it take me to lose 50 pounds? Will it be like a whole year? Um, well, I can't tell you how long it's going to take because each person is different. However, I can tell you that my clients have had success. They've lost 30 to 50 pounds in a five to six month, um, period. Okay. So there's hope. <laughs> yes, yes. I wouldn't think that it would, um, take you a whole year. However, you know, we, um, we would really work together and, devise a plan to get you to your goal the fastest. Okay. Well, I see that you've accomplished that for yourself with two small kids. So I'm going to give it a go. Mm. Um, and so that's basically what it would be like. So you really tap into that person's why mm -hmm. and you really make them feel the, you know, there's a possibility. And I like how you, let them make them very aware that everyone is individual, mm -hmm. right? Like don't believe the hype, you know, everyone's with those other like weight loss programs. It's always, Oh, you know, in 30 days, 30 pounds, you know, this kind of thing. And, you know, it's, it, there's so many factors involved, you know, um, yes. lifestyle, number one, genetics, number two, and, you know, just the uh, level of commitment, right? Yeah, and I think how dramatic the changes that you're making. 
mm-hmm. um, you know, plays a role also. That's true. Right. So if you're, if you're only willing to commit to, okay, I'm instead of going to Burger King, I'm going to start going to Panera. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Someone that eats out seven days a week and then they make this dramatic change to cooking in seven days a week is going to have a bigger dramatic, you know, difference than someone who maybe switches from eating out five days a week, going down to three. Exactly. Very good point. Okay. So are there any specific workouts, um, foods, or anything like that that you recommend? Or is it mostly just you focus a lot on mindset? Um, We do a little both. Um, I do believe in the power of changing your belief system on um, a lot of times people, once they've had so many failures, they start to feel like they are a failure and nothing is going to work. So really reframing that, that, you know, um, actually you do have the power to change. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, I give my clients grocery lists, recipe ideas, We really focus on whole foods, um, not eliminating any um, certain food groups. Um, I believe in eating, you know, good whole foods, carbs and dairy, and we incorporate all of that into just a healthy lifestyle. And um, I don't recommend specific, I don't have a specific workout routine. I do, um, I help the client devise a plan that's going to work for their goals and their lifestyle. So, I mean, if you're a I'm a busy mom of um, two kids. If someone came to me and said, you got to go to CrossFit four days a week, I would be like, that's not going to work for me. (laughs) It's not my personality. That's not what I like to do. And it just doesn't work with my lifestyle. So um, I believe in finding something that you can incorporate into your busy life and doing something that you love. Absolutely. I love that because... um... That's right. You have to take people where they are and not make too many dramatic changes. That's the whole um, point of how they get overwhelmed to begin with. So Mm -hmm. beautiful. So what are some common challenges that most women face starting their lifestyle change, especially as young mothers? Because I, I remember when I had my first two, I was still acclimating to just being a mother. So... Like, what, what do you find? Yeah. Um, the biggest challenge I see is getting their husbands and their kids um, on board. Ah. So that's something that I struggle with, too. I remember the first time I told my husband we were going to go gluten-free. <laughs> and, um, it wasn't for me. Actually, I have a, a special needs child, and so we all know the the effects of gluten on the brain and the gut. So this is something that I wanted to experiment with. And I remember when he looked at me and said, well, you can do that, but it won't be me. <laughs> and um, it's funny now that my husband does eat a mostly gluten-free diet. But he doesn't know it because I just don't cook with gluten anymore or I keep it very minimal. So it's funny. So I, I tell women, you got to go first. And you got to be the lead, and eventually they will come along. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yay. She found it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, getting kids on board too, especially if they haven't been, if they grew up not eating healthy, not eating fruits and vegetables, it can be difficult to get them on board with that as well. So um, I teach my clients to incorporate a new food with a favorite food. Ah, that's a good strategy. I like that. Like um, adding broccoli or spinach to macaroni and cheese. Mm, yum. I like that. Okay, cool. And so tell me about the macaroni and cheese. Would it be like the Annie's macaroni and cheese or they're still using their craft macaroni and cheese? I'm definitely going to Annie's or making their own at home um, would be ideal. Mm -hmm. um, and that is how I got my kids to eat broccoli. My son, he, you know, he has, a, you know, he has special needs. And when he was young, he would only eat breads and pastas and cereals. He really wouldn't eat any kind of fruits or vegetables. And it was a texture issue. <laughs> and I started incorporating broccoli into his macaroni and cheese. And now I just make the broccoli and I've been able to eliminate the macaroni and cheese altogether. And he loves broccoli now. That's amazing. Did you hear that moms? That is an amazing story. So you eventually like you've weaned him off the mac and cheese and got him just on the broccoli. That is. Yep. Wow. Okay. And I don't even buy macaroni and cheese. We have pasta maybe once a month or maybe every other month. Like it's not even like a staple in our house anymore. Nice. Very nice. So then you, you even show them how to swap out those, those easy staples. Yes. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like you've, you've um, done a, a lot of things that will help young mothers. Cause I, I know like I did a workshop recently and one of the mothers there, she was telling me she has a three-year-old and a one-year-old and one, and she said one of them only eats vegetables and the other one only eats fruit. Mm -hmm. And, she was trying to figure out how do I get the one who's eating all the fruit to eat vegetables and vice versa. And I told her, I said, you know, you can get the same things from the fruits or the vegetables and other foods. And as long as they're having one or the other, it's fine. You know, um, you may want to integrate some seeds or nuts, but don't feel the need in this case to, you know, convert them to something else. The main thing is they are getting the carbohydrates they need. Just, mm -hmm. you know, you want to not let them go overboard. So do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. And I think um, just incorporating like new foods into stuff they're already eating and just expanding their palate. Mm -hmm. That's the key, expanding their palate, really. And, and even for our husbands, right? Because... Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's it's like he initially in your case was flat out nope not me but now you know at this point how many years later he's he's like you know he probably wouldn't eat any other way and probably is preaching to his friends everything that you've taught him so <laughs> yeah I um I'll never forget the day when um so my husband is Arab he has Arab descent from Syria and Lebanese. Mm -hmm. And so he works in his family restaurant. And I will never forget the day he came home and he said, you're never going to believe what I had for lunch today. <laughs> he said, I had a salad. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like, 
because usually he's just a meat and rice kind of guy, bread, lots of, you know, carbs. And I would, I was just floored. He was like, I made this amazing salad. I had some shrimp on it and I had some hummus. And um, that just like, it made me realize the impact that I made just by changing my own health. Exactly. So the, you would agree with the statement that the mom is the role model or the pillar of um, how people should, you know, the relationship they should have with food and fitness in the family. Yes. I believe the mom is the leader in the family. So they say happy mom, happy family, but healthy mom, healthy family too, I guess, right? Yes. Yes, I definitely believe that. You've converted your husband from bread and meat to a salad with shrimp. Amazing. <laughs> right. Amazing. Wow. I haven't quite weaned mine off of rice, but we've reduced it. And he, um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, biryani, but my, my husband is Bengali. So um, he's not big on biryani anyway, but I can make it with quinoa instead of rice, which is like humongous. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, so how do you suggest that clients stay encouraged? Like what if something happens to throw them off? They go and, you know, on vacation or they go and stay with some relatives or some relatives come and stay with them for a couple of weeks and they have to, you know, make available that stuff that they didn't eat, that, that they've stopped eating. What do you do to help them through that time? Mm. Um, I stress the importance of a cheat day. Mm. Um, I think making dramatic changes, we want to incorporate a cheat day so they're not feeling deprived of their favorite foods. And um, I think eventually, now I don't really like those favorite foods that I used to like. So eventually, like the healthier you eat, the less you even want them. But as a new, someone who's new to it, healthy eating and weight loss, I think it's really important so you don't feel like you're depriving yourself or you're missing out. Right. A, lo a lot of, um, I'm hearing that now from a lot of um, wellness coaches, they do encourage a cheat day or um, some of them call it like a 2080 rule. Mm -hmm. And that's that's really you know that's i think that's very healthy and like you you like to say it's a balance you know it keeps them in harmony um and not feeling so uh out of whack when they have to deal with you know their mom coming over <laughs> or some relatives that come over and um or just things going differently in their lives so that's great yeah um but at the same time, um, I guess that's the way you manage the old habits that die hard. It still keeps them on track because they don't, um, they don't really feel like they're losing them old, their old ways. They're just kind of um, adding new ways, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of like a shift. Mm -hmm. Instead of like these dramatic changes, you're just making these small shifts Mm -hmm. to just healthier swaps and 
And I think it's just like an easier transition. Yeah. So um, what about for the exercise? What is, um, what kind of ways do you encourage flexibility and balance with that? I know um, you're not going to ship them off to your CrossFit or anything. Are you a personal trainer actually? Are you certified personal trainer also or no? Um, I encourage to start off small, um, walking um, maybe three times a week to start if you're not exercising at all. Mm -hmm. And then um, eventually adding in some resistance training, whether that be yoga, weights, or um, a high intensity um, class at the gym. Mm -hmm. And I think just working your way up to, uh, you know, four to five days a week is good. And I think um, a lot of people get intimidated by the gym. They think that they have to go every day and never miss a day. And that's not, that's not how I coach. <laughs> I can honestly say I don't go to the gym every day. But I think finding ways to incorporate it into your life is essential, especially for moms, because moms have mommy guilt, and we don't want to be taking time for ourselves. We have a hard time taking that time for ourselves. So um, finding ways to incorporate your kids into it has been, you know, really key for me, especially in these summer months. Um, we want to be outside playing, right? And so I made a commitment to just get active with my kids this summer. So while they're playing on, at the park, I am doing bench dips or, uh, you know, something in, in the grass. I, I was at the playground um, a couple of days back with my kids and I saw a mom doing just that. And if I hadn't to run after my own child, I was going to go over there and join her, but I was, <laughs> I was too busy running up and down the stairs because my three-year-old, she wanted to, you know how they have the big, big slide for the big kids and the little slide for the little kids. Mm -hmm. She kept going to the humongous slide and then she'd get all the way up there and be like, mom, I can't go down. And I'm like, okay. So I would, I would have to climb up the stairs. <laughs> so that was my workout, but I, I so wanted to be with that mom, you know, and shade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think, like, if you can make a game out of it, even with little kids, then, um, you know, running after them, playing tag, um, it can it can work, right? I think yes. it's important to be active and not be just sitting on the couch um, or in an office chair right. all day long. But if you can um, – and it's summer, so – it's a great time to get active outside. You can go hiking, you can take your kids for a walk, bike rides, swimming. There's so many ways where you can actually just be active by playing with your kids. Yeah, and you know, there's there are all these uh, picnics and, and let's talk about that for a minute, okay? So there are all these events in the summer. There's picnics, there's weddings, there's, you know, I guess most of the graduations are done you know, there's birthday parties and everything, but those are, those are opportunities for movement as well. Give us some ideas of what to do at those kind of events. 
Yeah, so picnics are really hard, I think, especially since a lot of the events are centered around food. Mm-hmm. So I encourage, even if you know you're going to be eating stuff you probably shouldn't be, try to get in your workout before you go first thing in the morning so you don't neglect it. And um, yeah, a lot of family reunions, you can actually get the adults involved and, you know, beach volleyball or starting a softball game. Um, I think if you can find a way to just make it fun and um, it's not so much of a chore. And that's a key point, make it fun, right? Because so often we just, um, we tell ourselves, oh, you know, I can't go to the gym, but you don't have to go to the gym. You just named off like, 10 different ways that you can exercise at a party, you know, at a picnic and, um, you know, and, and doing it with, um, friends, doing it with a group of people that, you know, encouraging your family members, you know, and, um, and your neighbors, you know, sometimes like our neighborhood, I don't know if you guys do this, but in our neighborhood, sometimes we have, um, what are those called? Yard sales. Oh, okay. Right. And so during the yard sales, you know, you have a choice, right? Of course, you're buying stuff. So you may, depending on the size of what you're buying, you may need your car, but you could just walk around, right? Mm-hmm. Walk around your whole neighborhood, get to know people. And, um, you know, there's upgrades and downgrades and there's stairs and different things that you can do. And if you take your time in doing those things, you know, a shopping, you know, like a a yard sale can become a workout. And then of course, if you buy furniture, it's definitely going to be a workout. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) So, um, and those are great ideas. And even you could, um, maybe organize a, um, walking club, I guess, you know, it'd have to be early morning or late evening if you work. Or you could do, that's something you could organize for work too, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, you can organize that. Um, or if you're a busy mom and you, um, your kids are little, you can organize, you know, a shoulder walk with other moms who are, have the same challenges. Yeah, I have seen some moms walk around um, with their strollers. There's a, there's a couple of moms of twins and then... I guess some other women recently had babies. I do see them walk around in the mornings. So yeah, that's a good one. And then of course, if you have little ones on trikes or, <laughs> or learning how to ride bike, oh, can I just tell you when my kid, actually my three-year-old, she seems to be doing it with, with my older kids. But when my older kids were learning how to ride bike, that was the big workout for me. I almost, <laughs> I had to, to do uh, Pilates and, and yoga to stretch out after that because just running after them with, the, you know, I was always on pins and needles. Oh my gosh, they're going to fall off. And yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My daughter is um, riding her bike with training wheels and it is, it is an activity I don't love because <laughs> She's not yet using the pedals herself, but she loves to ride. So she um, wants you to push her around and it's really hard on your back. 
Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So what do you recommend for the bending? That's, that's why I ended up having to stretch out so much. Is, have you come up with something to help moms that have to bend over for that kid that doesn't want to use the pedals? Yeah, I haven't come up with a solution to that other than definitely um, incorporating some yoga into your routine. Okay, that sounds like a plan. And here's my co-host. <laughs> so how can people work with you? Okay, so I have my course, um, the Simplified Slip Down. Um, I also um, am taking one-on-one -on -one clients. Okay. Um, and I'm really, I love working with clients one-on-one -on -one because it's just more intimate and I can really help them shift um, what they're doing um, includes um, daily food journal entry, and so I can actually see what you're eating, and I can start to make suggestions on how to make those shifts and healthy swaps in there. Okay, so if they go to mistyshaheen.com, they can just sign up for a one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, um, yep. book a connection call there, and then um, we would just uh, talk about your goals and um, start to develop a plan to get you there. Okay, great. Do you ever have challenges, or do you have a Facebook group or anything like that? Yes, I have a free Facebook group. It's called um, More Than Weight Loss, Body Bliss After Babies. Okay. And I'm active in there daily, so um, you can definitely pop in there and ask any questions. Beautiful. I love it. So thank you so much for your time. And you also, um, you do live streaming, right? Yes. All right. Yes, you can find me on Periscope or Facebook Live. And it's still just Missy Shaheen, right? Yep. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. And I will put all those links um, in the byline for this recording. And um, when people listen to our interview, they can find you everywhere on the web. Okay. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you for all your great strategies and tips. Can you just do a real quick recap um, of three top um, strategies that moms with young kids can use? Mm, yeah, I think um, top one is really assessing your life and looking at different areas in your life and trying um, deciding what needs the most attention right now, what needs your focus, and um, and prioritizing that, and then um, just incorporating your kids into your healthy, active lifestyle, whether that's taking them to the grocery store and teaching them about healthy foods, mm -hmm. helping, letting them help in the kitchen, letting them help you cook, and also um, incorporating um, exercise with them, whether they're doing yoga with you or you're going on a family hike. Mm -hmm. that, um, really, it's crucial to just let them, make them part of your process and let them know why you are so passionate about making these changes. And then the third is just making baby steps, 
pick one thing at a time to start changing, whether that's adding in extra vegetables, drinking more water, or eliminating fast food. Um, just pick one, focus on that, and really master it, and then move on to something else. Perfect. I love it. Definitely simple and easy. So <clears throat> again, thank you for your time. Everyone, you can connect with Misty Shaheen at mistyshaheen.com. And thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Replenish Me radio show. Have an amazing day.